Let's make sure that this is recording this time. Okay. There's no way to know for sure. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Um, Listen, we both had a mental breakdown. Last week. Last week, it's been a little tough. Uh, Yeah, last week was tough. And now it's a little better. Yeah. And also, some of the things are the same amount of tough. Does that one have a battery? Yeah, but it's... So sorry. In the face? Yeah. Okay. Dude, this is why I'm just saying, dude. If something should happen, and we get a little stroke of luck, and one of those fucking Powerball Mega Million motherfuckers that you keep getting to end up doing something, mm-hmm. I'd really like to get someone in here to do just to touch cameras. We got to get somebody in here to touch cameras because I think I'm done. If we, um, if that happened, I don't know that I would still do this. Uh, and that's just the truth. Oh, word? Yeah. So if it was more than just you and me, you'd be out? No, 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 no. No, if we were to like hit Powerball or something. Oh, you wouldn't do the podcast anymore. Yeah, it'd be a So rep. you do this for money. Interesting. Because we don't make any money on the podcast. No. I thought you do no, it just to talk I to don't. me. I do. And I was kind of jazzed about that. But I would stop talking to you if that happened. You would stop talking to me, but would we be... Together? Yeah. For sure. Would we be romantic with each other? That's the only reason we'd be together. (laughs) (laughs) But no podcast. No podcast. Interesting. So there's some kind of like um, team building, whatever. Like when you're... If somebody asks you what you would do if you were rich... And you say that, that's There'd like the signs. truest thing. You know, like, it's like, uh, have you seen those memes? Like, yeah. if I ever, there'd be signs. There'd be signs. And then it's just a picture of somewhere I'd rather be, or, or somewhere that I usually am, and that I'm not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a, there's a sign that says, my meme would be, it would say, if I hit the lotto, there'd be signs. And then it would just be a sign that says, welcome to St. Louis Abysmo yeah. on the highway. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like on a yacht somewhere. On a yacht. On a yacht. Well, you look very beautiful. You look like you could be on a yacht. Thank you. But nothing good ever happens. If you ever get invited with a group of your most attractive friends to be on a yacht, something is going to happen. And that is going to make you view the world differently after that. Pretty good. And that's just good advice. I wrote an advice video the other day, very loosely. Because I'm very much like, I've read this fucking Rick Rubin book like three or four times. Uh-huh. I can't stop He's listening. listening to it. I can't stop listening to the audio, which is the same as reading. Right, right. Sure. Okay. It's no more work right, or less yeah. work. Okay. I'm getting the book from the author. Yes. All the motherfuckers in your book sound like you. So, pladow to that, actually. You think you're so cool reading your fucking, reading your horny fairy book. Okay. Horny fairy war. Six. Volume six. Here's another 12,000 pages of horny fairy war. And they all sound like you or you doing a voice. I'm the one that sounds like this. Because that's what I sound like when I'm doing a voice. Well, I don't know if one of the characters in the book sounds like Does one of the characters in the book have that? No. Do a voice of somebody in your book. No. Queen. No. Deborah's (laughs) Hala. 
who? From the sixth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're. I don't mean to shit on your book. No, I love that's that okay. You're reading your book. I do. I enjoy it. I've already read. I've read like the last one. I've been reading the Crescent Cities series. Sure. Me too. I thought it was about a bakery. They made a whole bakery out into a city. They expanded, much like bread, mm-hmm. much like all of us. Wow, that's euphoric. My book is is coming out soon. I can have another book. I've written two books. Have you read them? I have. I actually highlighted uh, in one of them all of the miss. Anyway, <laughs> happens. Um. Writing a book is hard. It is. And you don't have to proofread it. No, you're right. It's a choice. When you're right. It was an artistic choice to not proofread it. That's funny. You know what the most fucked up thing is? I did proofread that so many times. So obviously I missed it. Right. And then my friend Anne, who was like this incredible writer, Mm -hmm. helped me really expand on some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like content wise, it's better because of her suggestions. Mm -hmm. But neither of us were checking for like, is it it's or is it it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Where's the apostrophe here? Where is the apostrophe in this book? Right. Was the typewriter broken? Was that yeah. button off? No, I think I think that's <laughs> tough because I think it happens a lot more than you would even more than you realize. I think it, typos. Yeah, there was a typo in my book. There's a typo in my fucking photography book. Yeah. You know what? There's no typos. Your mom's house? How, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, audiobooks. <laughs> I get to just listen to Rick Rubin say stuff yeah. in an audiobook, and he's never like, and that is where that idea comes from. Mm-hmm. Fro. Where does it come from? Where are you fro yeah. with that accent? Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the fucking show. Yeah. This is our podcast that we've... We have settled into the most comfortable version of this podcast. So it's very much like hop in or hop out. We got a format now. We're thank uh, Talima and Josh. I feel like we always say Leah's name first. Thank you, Josh, Josh only. And Leah. I would never start shit with Leah for any reason. No. They've both been absolutely killing it. And they're they great. Really We're have. lucky to have them. Um, so what we do is we answer a question, then we pose a question back to you and then you fucking answer the question. Fucking, we've had a podcast for years. We've been answering questions for years. The whole reason I got any popularity on YouTube at all, aside from my Adele cover or my cover of Rebecca Black's Friday. Thank you very much. Or Coldplay I did or Kings of Leon, which a lot less people saw, but it was my favorite one. Anyway. Been answering questions for years. Why don't you answer some goddamn questions? I've been answering questions for years too. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like what? Like here. That was one. Zoe, what's the goddamn question for episode number one? Or this with the episode number this one that we're doing? Episode. <laughs> what episode are we even on? 462? Blaze it. Blaze it. Uh with everything going on in the world right now, how do you stay positive? Um, if you asked me this last week, I would have had a mental breakdown. We did ask you this last week and then you started crying. I did. I did. And that's because sometimes <laughs> you could answer this question and sometimes you could think about this question. Yeah. And it's so, like, which one do you want to do? Just let's, 
let's backtrack for a second. Let's so backtrack. Last week we started doing this, and I read this question, and we started talking about it, and I started, and I got choked up, and I just was, I was at my wit's end. And while I'm in the middle, like tears falling, Mike asking me if we should restart this. And I was like, no, sometimes it's good to be vulnerable and like have all of this stuff. And Mike like looks down at the, at the zoom to the thing that we record on. And he goes, oh, you're going to hate this. (laughs) And I was like, we're not fucking doing this right now. You know, like I was just so over it. I was so over it. I'm, I'm absolutely flattered that like, uh, I, I don't think I'm in, I, uh, the what? type of person that you could easily do an impression of. Yeah. But I have like certain inflections mm-hmm. and you'd really nail it. Yeah. Well, I'm married to you. I You're so good at yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you for paying attention to me. It makes me feel seen. Oh my God. King Slay. Yes. And also huh. you're obsessed with me. So maybe back <laughs> off a little bit. And I'm so happy that you're in better spirits this week. Yeah. I'm in better spirits this week. Yeah. Even though a lot of my shit has not been solved. Sometimes you just got to find a different way to look at stuff. But let me, I want to make this abundantly clear because all the people left listening to this podcast, I think are the type of people who would enjoy hearing and maybe hopefully feel inspired by hearing that all the shit that I've been doing, like this little creative shit in between all the usual stuff and all the bigger stuff, like taking pictures and editing pictures and doing this little thing that I'm doing on my photography Instagram where I just walk around at night. I try to film like little cinematic things and put them to music. Plus reading this fucking Rick Rubin book, which not a sponsor, but it's the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. I'm so creatively fulfilled that I'm able to like, for the most part, like kind of center out Mm -hmm. and kind of uh, finish the day more even keel. Yeah because of how like creatively fulfilled I am. So that is my answer. If you're feeling overwhelmed, first of all, good for you for being an empathetic person Mm -hmm. and the world is better because you're in it. Yeah. But I, I hear my mom's voice saying like, you can't really fuck with things you don't have control over. Right. And then it's taken a long, hard look at what you honestly have control over and just making sure you're all right. You right. still have to live your life at the end of the day. Yeah. And you got to take care of everything that you have to take care of before you can even look outside yourself. Yeah. And um, just doing whatever you got to do to get centered, to be good for yourself and the people around you, that will have a ripple effect. And that is how you kind of, that's how I stay positive through um, negative things. Yeah. I think, um, I think there's always... Uh, looking for something that either A, brings you joy or B, will make you feel better about what is actually happening. What is that? Who? That's Abraham Lincoln, if I've ever seen one. They might be related. He doesn't know what he's feeling in his body. If this is for another podcast, please put it away. I'm just saying, look at him. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Who drew that? Steve drew that. Yeah, pretty good. That's very funny. So finding pictures of Abraham Lincoln around, <laughs> you know, may help that also. He does look like Abraham um, Lincoln. 
But I don't know. Sometimes you don't always have to be positive. You can have like a down day and like that's okay. It's how many of those down days are you having and like how are you allowing it to affect you? Like last Monday, I was just mopey McMoperson. Irish. Yeah. And I was just in it. And then come Wednesday, I got my period. So So it is true. That's the other thing I want to talk about is like <clears throat> that um, if you're ever having a problem with careful, a woman, Mike. I'm just saying, careful. I'm treading lightly. I'm you saying better. that. Let me think about how I want to say yeah, this. Yeah, you better. <laughs> I have things, a lot of things that I can throw at you right now. Women, uh huh, in general, are the perfect human beings. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes yes, and a big thumbs up. And you up. wouldn't know what to do without them. Yes, and yes. sometimes yes to yes. that as well, and, and that's two yes. Yes, and and sometimes Mike, they're a bit. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I know by what that. I mean too, and that's what's up. <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> Welcome back to that's what's up. Anyway, does this button do anything? No. <clears throat> Mike still doesn't have his headphones on, so he can't even hear if it's doing something. I didn't love... Sometimes you just want to be free. You know what I mean? I think sometimes... Do you want I... these ones today, and no, then no, I'll no, take no, the no, other baby, ones? No. no. Sometimes when you don't... I like when... Here's honest. Here's being honest. Mm-hmm. I like all this shit. And there's a musical aspect of this that I like and I get fulfillment out of and sure. it's nice. Sure. But when I don't have headphones on, then it's very much just like I just like out of mind. But it's very I'm very present in yeah. talking to you when yeah. I think we have our best conversations. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's a light there and there's a light there and there's a light up sign right there. Mm-hmm. And there's three cameras and a recording ad, um, device that's on. Mm-hmm. But it, it hasn't gone anywhere yet. Mm. So right now, aside from all the robots around us, mm-hmm. it's really no different than a conversation that we would have. Yeah. And then putting headphones on is like, now, it's and now I sound like this. And now, welcome back to the podcast. I honestly think, dude, that if there was a producer, so I didn't have to touch literally anything, and you didn't have to touch literally anything, plus how comfortable... We are with each other in our own house. I think that would amplify the casual niceness of this even more. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts about that or have you zoned me out? A lot of people zone me out. No, I'm not zoning you out. Um, I think that it would help immensely. And I think that, you know, we could say it would keep us on, on track way more because oh, yeah. it was like, Mike was like, what time do you want to do this? And I was like, 9 a.m. It was 6.45 when we had this discussion. Yes. It is now 10.22. So it would force us to actually just, you know. I'm late for my tanning appointment. I have a reservation with the sun. Zap me up. Zap. Z- zaddy. Tan me zaddy. Well, since you have an appointment, let's do this then. Are you ready for the next thing? We have two questions in one episode? Yeah. Tight. I'm horny Where have you been for the last six months? 
Um, we took a break and yeah. my brain reset. Okay. If we're being honest, so... had mushrooms too early one day, and I think I scrambled mm-hmm. myself up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very zen. He scrambled himself up, you guys. Um. Okay. Sorry, I was drinking some of my 17 drinks on this table right now. You do have a lot of drinks. I know. I needed something to fill me for the moment. So I had made myself a smoothie. And then I have... I'm. So I've been going through a huge like stuff lately. Let's just talk about this right now because it's... I've been having like these weird skin issues. They think I have uh, some type of psoriasis. But now it's also starting on my face. And I think I might have a gluten allergy. Hmm. Okay, so now I have to start doing an elimination diet and it seems in fucking possible. So if anybody has any good tips, tricks, whatever for a gluten free uh, or an anti-inflammatory type diet, holla at your girl because I'll I'll give you everything you need to know right now. Uh huh. No big deal. Okay. You go to the store when you want to buy food, you look up. Usually it'll say on the bag. Or a box, gluten free or not, just start getting the gluten free stuff, and just and just see. How long do you think it's gonna take Mike to hate everything that I bring into the house? Can I ask you a question? Mm. Is like um, pizza with cauliflower crust gluten free? I believe so. Day one. What can we eat that we still eat? Not much. No more white rice. For you. I still know how to make it. (laughs) Plow. Anyway. Okay. Second thing. Okay. I, 21-year-old female. I think you're gay. Don't like my transgender friend. Damn. Female to male 21 anymore. Post-transition. And I want to cut him off. Okay. I've known James for my entire life. Our families are friends. We are close. We were classmates in high school and spent almost every day together. At the time, James, 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 uh, James? Ident- James identified as a woman. Got it. I'm very feminine. I like makeup, skincare, fashion, hanging out with my girls. Gross. Crush the patriarchy. And back then. <laughs> Go on, man. and back then so was james we had that in common and it was a big part of why we got along so well when i moved for uni james came out as trans and i and started hormones asap i was very surprised but supported him fully hormones asap is my favorite blah 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 what mumble rapper I was just trying to, I'm trying to do some stuff in the middle. I'm trying to work out some stuff. I did feel like I lost my friend in a way, but kept feeling, kept my feelings to myself. The problem really started after his transition became noticeable. One, first of all, James became very hostile towards feminine things and he used to enjoy. He says things like makeup is for insecure girls, skincare is such a scam, but uh, only dumb people fall for that. Olivia Rodrigo, are you 12? And that really bothers me. I'm not sure. Only dumb people fall for that, Olivia Rodrigo. 
in like quotes and question mark. Are you 12? Anyway, um, that really, and that really bothers me. We've had several fights about this and it always ends with him being, uh, using being trans and as an excuse to shit on femininity, femininity. I used to understand he has a complicated relationship with it, but I can't stand how rude and demeaning he is to me, even at, even if unintentionally. Secondly. Damn. That was firstly? Yeah. Go on. James and I have always slept in the same bed and cuddled ever <laughs> since we were small children. Dude, what is this the Reddit question or yes. is this a listener question? Yes, no. Dude, none Reddit of the boyfriends is a wacky place. None of the boyfriends we ever had had a problem with it. And we've never been romantic with each other. Still after James transition, I am no longer comfortable with it. I don't want to cuddle a male friend. It makes me feel weird. Hmm. I can't control my feelings over this. I just feel gross and don't want to feel like this, but I do. James has a huge problem with this. When I when he wanted to sleep over a few weeks ago, I set up the guest bedroom. He was extremely offended and went home. We didn't talk for two weeks, and then he texted me again as if nothing happened. Those t- two weeks were the most peaceful <laughs> in the past two years. <laughs> we argue every time we see each other. If I don't make time to see him, he accuses me of not liking him anymore and abandoning him. Damn, he's got good intuition. The truth is, I don't like him anymore. There you go. I don't like this person. It's not about the fact that he's trans. It's about the fact that we have nothing in common anymore and he's consistently rude to me. Yeah, dude, that's the whole thing. See, if you talk long enough, you answer your own shit. It's more discriminatory to be like they're infallible because they're trans. I have been talking about this with him. What? I'm sorry. I thought you were done. (laughs) No, I was just... I can't believe that it's still going. We got, we got a little more. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. I've tried talking to about this with him several times. He is completely unwilling to consider my point of view. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's fully justified in being offensive to femininity. And that I should get used to it. I don't want to try anymore. I still love him and don't want to hurt him. How can I cut him off in the least painful way? I don't know that there's an actual least painful way. Yeah, some things are painful. Some things in life, you can't expect to go through life with no pain. I, I Life think, is pain, Yeah, and you learn from it, and you get better because of it. Yeah. Your whole shit gets better because of pain. Yeah, You're more in tune with how you feel. You're more aware of the things that you don't want in your life so you could look out for them and mm-hmm. avoid them in the future. You protect yourself better when you go through pain and showed yourself that you could fucking go through it. That's where you get your confidence from. Yeah. Some shit's going to suck and it's going to suck telling this person that you're not friends with him anymore because yeah. you're not because yeah. you just told us for an hour and a half why you weren't friends with him. Yeah. And that's okay, dude. I'll never forget. Um, I think I told this story before, so I'll go fast and I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but, uh, my, I think I told the story recently where there, my friend has a brother in a wheelchair 
And, um, she was at school one day and she was like, my brother's being an asshole to me. And I was like, you know, give him a break. Cause he is in a wheelchair. And she was like, what does that mean? He can't be a fucking asshole from time to time. Cause he's in a wheelchair. So just because someone is trans doesn't mean they're not also a bad friend sometimes. Right. It also seems like you're in a situation where it's like this person is being coddled a lot and this person's feelings are being considered a lot and your feelings because you wear lipstick don't matter. Right. So is that something that you want one of your friends to do or no? I just think, I think what's, um, I think what's interesting is that, you know, you were like, you know, uh, you used to be a female that was into fashion, makeup, all of these things. And now all of a sudden that you don't want to wear the makeup and that's fine. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, dress and be a female. That's fine. Uh No one is taking that away from you. Right. At least not here. We're not judging you because you're trans. We don't care. Just as long as you're a happy, healthy person, that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. And, but I think the thing that that's, that's fucked up here is that now all of a sudden you become a male and you're chauvinistic. Like <laughs> as a female, would you have let that shit fly? Yeah. Do like, hormones do that? No. Do they in- yeah. inject all the bad stuff yeah, into like, you as well? And now you're gaslighting your friend over and over again. And like, you also have to understand that there may be a, l- a bit of uncomfortability if you guys used to be very close and sleep in the same bed, but now you're male. Yeah. And you also have to understand that that's that may be weird for a female. Yeah, now that you're male, you have to understand that no means no. That's a big one. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's never going to be like an interesting, there's never going to be an easy way to tell a friend that like, listen, I think that we should take a break or whatever. I don't like the person that you're being right now because you're being a fucking dick to me. Yeah, man. Welcome you to know? manhood. Yeah. Typical... Typical man. Tip, am I right? Being a real piece of shit when the girl says that she doesn't want to sleep with them anymore. Yeah. You still have to be, regardless of what you are, or what you present as or whatever, mm-hmm. you still got to be fun to be around yeah. in order to share a sleeping space with somebody. Yeah. This so person, this person says, this is probably harder for you because you feel like you can't cut ties because of the transition. But honestly, friends grow apart. Yeah. Exactly. Regardless of the reason that has happened here. It clearly has. Exactly. Uh, you guys obviously do, don't enjoy your time together anymore. Yeah, like if you guys are fucking fighting all the time, like who the fuck wants to fight with their friends? That goes for anybody. Uh, no. And Even if it, you're two gross cisgender straight people Yeah. and you um, don't <laughs> enjoy each other anymore, it fucking yeah. zounce out. Yeah. Go do whatever. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Find whatever makes you legitimately happy, whether that happens with other people or not, and do that and make time for that in your life. And you will gravitate towards other people who are in the same like mental and emotional space. Mm -hmm. This other person says, I understand that you don't enjoy the girly things anymore. You used to, but you don't have to jump right into misogyny to declare how much of a man you are. Yeah, Dude, that's funny to, to, to be like projecting mm-hmm. like I got to make up for lost time. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was understanding about a lot of this, um, feminine me shit for a long time and now I'm out. 
you sitting uh you shitting on everything i enjoy to make sure you, you separate yourself from from femininity mm-hmm. femininity yeah dog. is making me not enjoy our time together uh you don't respect my hobbies you don't respect my boundaries and you don't respect me our friendship so, has become too toxic to be sustainable any longer. It's also like what's left. Like if somebody is really pushing for the friendship and the other person's feeling like they're like, what's the point? What's the first person holding on to? Um, like what's left in the, yeah. You want to too- sleep in a bed with a girl? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I That's mean, what, like I can't fucking. Yeah. She can't go out of my life. Then I'll have no girl to sleep in bed with. This other person says, "Sounds like he's in his pick me era, and has some growing up to do." I've heard that recently. That's mm-hmm. a thing that the kids say. Pick me era. What is that? I have no idea. Dude, we should have a guest that's just pick a younger me. person, so we can read stuff like. And they're just sitting in silence the whole time, mm-hmm. and then we could read something like that mm-hmm. in a comment and just turn to them and be like, "What's that?" Yeah. <laughs> What is that? Hey, what's that? It was so funny. What TikTok dance yeah. is the pick me era? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think there's so much transition happening literally and like figuratively and. Yeah, it's probably confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like hard to be like, okay, I want to be this type of male or female depending on wh- how you're transitioning, right? Yeah, still feeling it out. But it's like you still know right from wrong, right? And what you're doing to this person and how you're treating them is not okay. Like, that's not okay. Like, if any of my friends did that to me, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. I understand the trying to, like, settle into your personality, which is also probably fucking crazy because all the hormones and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But if you've decided because of your own personal experience and bias that you hate, like, makeup and you hate all the girly things, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But if you want to keep somebody in your life, that you claim to care a lot about and you still want them around and they love that stuff, Mm -hmm. you're going to do damage to your friendship. Mm -hmm. If like you outwardly, it's an important part of your new personality to outwardly hate that shit. Mm -hmm. It's not going to have no effect on people Mm -hmm. and people aren't going to respect you just because you're there. Mm -hmm. If you're like shitting on their favorite things, right? You don't get to show up and shit on everyone's favorite things and have everything be the same. Right. Right. Cause we're going to start shitting on your attitude. I'll start shitting on your eyes. In your eyes. I'll start shitting in you your got, eyes. Yeah, you poopy that's eyes. That's a promise. Now. That's pretty crazy. You're going to get pink mouth. Um, Mike, tell me some of the things that you have going on coming up. Well, first of all, it's really none of your business, but tonight I'm going to be in Laguna Beach somewhere during comedy, and it's going to be great. So show up if you're hearing this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, last night I was in the Hollywood Hotel, and I was on the panel for set of the night at, uh, in the belly room, and that was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment thing. And so funny. Dude, if you're around Los Angeles area and you want to try to go up at the comedy store, there's this big open mic called Set of the Night, and uh, Set of the Night wins... A, a spot on friends and family the next night or potluck potluck and it's so much fun um <clears throat> and there's a panel of comedians that uh dude i find it difficult to be mean to people who are trying stand up unless mm-hmm. you go up there and you're an asshole yeah, yeah, yeah but my friends do not find that difficult no no <laughs> and it is very funny yeah anyway um 
on the 28th, which is this week, I'm doing uh, the Yearlywood uh, Comedy Store show up in the Belly Room. That's on the 28th. On the 1st, I'm doing Dishoom, where me and uh, Milan and um, I forget who else is doing it. Ahmed. Uh, I forget who else is doing it. But we watch a Bollywood movie and we talk about it. Oh, fun. And Milan's so funny. Uh, on the 5th, I'm at the Hollywood Improv Lab. On the 8th, I'm doing Surrounded in the Hollywood Improv Lab. We usually do two shows. We're doing one show this time. Mystery lineup. So, got to get tickets to it. It's going to be really, really good. And it's going to sell out. So, that's on the 8th. Um, Friday night, 945. On the 9th, I'm at the Lyric Hyperion for a show called Interrupted. Where women interrupt men. Finally. I'm doing it with Harper Rose Drummond. So Mike actually yelled at me earlier for interrupting him. It's just my least favorite thing mm-hmm. on the planet. Well, and if it, you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. And this is the God's honest truth, God's plan. God's plan. Um, if I get sad, not sad, it touches me in a different place when you do it. Yeah. Because I get to react differently when strangers do. Yeah. If a stranger interrupts me, I politely listen to what they have to say and then I'm out. Yeah. You've made it clear that you don't need my opinion. So good luck with having both sides of the conversation. Yeah. And then I leave. Yeah. But with you, we're together forever and always. Amen. Yes. God willing. Yeah. God's plan. On the 21st, I'm doing cult comedy in the lab at the Hollywood Improv. From the... 17th, 17th, 22nd, 22nd. I'm in Austin for moon tower. Uh, There's like four shows. There's four surroundings uh, for the four consecutive nights that I'm there. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's always awesome. By the end of the week, there's always like fucking standing room only. Mm -hmm. The, the shows are in Austin are really good all the time. Yeah. And I can't wait for you to see it and for you to be there. Great. On the 26th, I'm doing Surrounded in um, very close to my hometown in Bridgeport, Connecticut at Park City with my boy Maddie Lopes. He's very funny. Who is on the internet now. Maddie Lopes is always on the internet and he hates it, but he keeps showing up. And yeah. that's what's important. He is so funny. Him and his group of small boys. Yeah. It's crazy it's, how they're not, they're younger than us for sure. Uh, by like 10 years. No more. By more than 10 years? Yeah. That's why they look like little boys. Yeah. They, he went to high school and school with my niece and my cousin. That's wacky. Yeah. So Maddie, Lo- 12 year old Maddie Lopes is having a great <laughs> time on the internet and he's going to do uh surrounded and he's so fucking funny. I can't wait. On May 7th is surrounded at the Netflix is a joke festival at the be- beautiful bourbon room in Hollywood. <clears throat> That's going to be fucking huge. And you got to come. And I would love to have you, Kat. All the people who came to the show, the Netflix show last year, had a great time. That was a really, really good one. And um, we thank you. And we thank you. You guys, this has been episode 426. As you know, patreon.com is a virtual tip. And if as you, you do know, want us to get it, I'm sorry. I was, no, you no were, please. I by all means. I just thought it was good timing to say something. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yes. Sorry. You're going to lose it. No, I'm not. I have it written down here somewhere. 
no, I was going to say, if you want to contribute to the possibility of us getting a producer one day and not having to touch cameras, yes. best way to do that is to support on Patreon. <laughs> Sorry. Great. That's no, that's, and that's the truth. Um, and our $10 group gets a shout out and that goes a little, a little something like this. Alexander Brown, uh, dancing philosopher, Mr. Howard, Mr. Howard, I was going to call him Mr. Howard J. That's not his name, Mr. but Howard's the fifth, uh, Ryan Cruteau, Cole Rusty, Shannon Margo, Ernesto, Rajanos, Luis Sinodet, Lawrence Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, Derek Helling, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Werefishy, JJ McToots, Connie Tryon, and Taro Baez, uh, Lena Franzine, music, formerly Frankie Matos. Uh, Johnny Rosito, handcrafted neckwear, ad mammed. Emily Paget, giant Tom Hanks, Gavin Welsh, someone tell Aaron, Jackie Hammond, Janet Page Jansen, a uh, guy with longish hair, uh, Chris Johnson, Anna Velez, uh, Benjamin Putz, Beth Bush, C- uh, Christina Camille, um, Josh Cadeau, Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnson, uh, Jules Run, Chad Clark, Katie Taylor, Katie Taylor. <laughs> Katie Taylor, uh, Joe Band, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Ben Fuchs, Theodore's Karen Bellis, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bibestein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, uh, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Illuminos, uh, Superfloss, Danielle D. Verona, Dev Rabaro, Rabaro, Jesse Stillwell, Kate, uh, Rob Devereux, Don Bure, Alexander Legowski, Jamie Garner, Felicia Shamberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Next week's episode is a private episode, so if you'd like to hear, you can always go to patreon.com and become a sponsor. Thank you so much. Mike is dancing. And those are some moves. <laughs>